Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Steeler Nation Live. Out of Rochester, New York. Your home for Steelers news info and other sports news. With your host, Sanders Tisdale and James Owen. And new anchor, former Super Bowl kicker, Jeff Reed. Welcome to Steeler Nation Live. It's your boy, Sanders Tisdale. And I'm James Owen. Guys, a lot of things to talk about. Of course, like like always, as of late, the Steelers are coming out on the short end of the stick. We also got a lot of other things we want to talk about. We also want to talk about the other things going on in the NFL. And actually, we want you guys to call in because we got a special guest for you tonight. You got to see him and, you know, tune in. It's going to be around the later half of the hour. So check them out. Call us today at 216-539-9967. Call in, talk to me, Sanders and James. A lot to talk about. So, James, one thing we wanted to start off with, Steelers. Another loss coming out of the short end of the stick. And this is getting to be a norm, so much of a norm that uh, I believe I haven't seen the Steelers coming out on the winning side of it since uh, it's been about a month now, and that's including the bye week. Yeah, I'll tell you why. And a lot of people who are – get out and vote today, folks – I can't wait for this election to be over. You know, I'm not going to say we're not a political show. We're a sports show. So I'm not really going to get into who I voted for today and who I want you to vote for, who Sanders voted. But just get out and vote. You know, Go to your polling place, get it over, get it done. But the reason why I bring that up, Sanders, is when Donald Trump came to Pittsburgh three games ago, I'll say three games ago, that would be a tribute to maybe three weeks, almost a month. When he had his uh, rally and he was waving that terrible towel around, I got to tell you, we haven't won a game since. We're (laughs) 0-3 since then. So some people out there may be saying that Donald Trump jinxed us, and that's why we're on this downslide. Maybe it's going to prove that he might lose the election tonight. I don't know. But if you're looking at the game, Sanders, the whole – I mean, if you're going to lose a game, this is the game in how to lose it from all the way up, from coaching all the way down to the kicker. And we'll talk about that later. Now, if you look at the game plan that Pittsburgh Steelers had against the Ravens, we always talked about in the past that conference teams, they play equal, no matter if one team's undefeated and one hasn't won a game like the Cleveland Browns, that when they do get together, they play each other equally. I'm not buying that anymore because you know how they play, so you know what their strengths, their weaknesses are, and you play against the opposite. So what we did, if you look at the games that we won since Le'Veon came back in the starting position, starting role as running back, we didn't utilize them in a running back uh, persona like we did against the Ravens, and they just shut us down. Yeah, the Steelers, they became a one-dimensional team, and I don't want to say that's running. I, I don't even think it was passing, to be honest. The problem with the Steelers is they should have never started Big Ben. Yeah, that was we weren't a one-dimensional team, Sanders. We were a zero-dimensional <laughs> team. Now, if you look at how the game plan started, how the Pittsburgh Steelers came out, another obvious three and uh, three and out. Landry Jones could have handed the ball off to Le'Veon, got the same deal, right. the same plays. I mean, it's not like we came out 
you know how we do when we win games. We go from the the the, the pistol, the shotgun, whatever, and we do the short passing routes to open up the defense. Keep them honest. We didn't do that. We went straight to the run, and obviously by late in the first quarter or early second quarter when it's like, you know what, Le'Veon's got 10 yards rushing off of eight carries. It's time to change the channel. It's time to do something different. But you got to talk about not only could Landry of Jones have done the same thing, but you bad calling, bad play calling, poor execution, if anything, and those pre-snap penalties that I just don't understand. We're professionals, people. I know we're in the visiting team stadium. I know it might be loud. You might not be used to it. But um, I don't know. I don't know. The, the last last show, Sanders, I said three things to beat the Ravens. Three things. And one was to start to no huddle. Throw. We didn't do that. We ran and got stopped. No dumb penalties. <laughs> we had a plenty of those. A plethora, if you may say. And special teams need to do their job. And like I said, we'll talk deeper into that subject later on to the show. But when you get to the special teams, you got the black punt. When's the last time you've seen that? Uh, our guys roughing the kicker on a punt. Penalties on special teams to keep, you know, fourth down and third down drives alive. We had 13 penalties in the game, Sanders. We had 10 punts and 15 first downs. Yeah, it was it was just a total breakdown of all sides of the ball. Uh, especially let's let's go to the scoreboard here for the Steelers. Now, like we said, the Steelers they lost twenty one to fourteen to the Ravens, and fourteen of those points were scored in the fourth quarter, which are basically I don't know if the, they were kind of in prevent defense at some times or some aspects. And Ben got loose for a touchdown late in the game, and that's when we tried the onside kick. But the Ravens, other than that, the Ravens were scoring, but we really didn't give up much in the scoring department on defense, honestly. You know, besides that 95-yard touchdown to a, a has-been for the Steelers, which upset me greatly because, come on, guys, I, a I five-yard love- pass and you taking bad angles on the, the secondary? But that's a young secondary. The good thing that came out of that, Artie Burns got his uh, pick for this year, which was good, just to see them rookie getting out there, trying to get his feelers in the water. And, people, we gotta you got to come to that flourishing. We have a young team, a young defensive team. Yeah. Guys still trying to find their way. Guys are trying to, you know, fill in gaps. But that's a lot of the problems right now. Defensively, especially, uh, that 95-yard touchdown, that was a backbreaker. But the the real backbreaker was the special teams breakdown this year. And we applauded sec- the special teams all this year for the Steelers because they did a decent job until it came to this game. I mean, they had breakdowns from beginning to end in this game. Horrible punts. If not horrible punts, the end, of, the end of the game, you know, kick, the, then it goes to the block punt. It, every aspect it was going on to the fact that it was breakdown. One of the guests we had on the show maybe uh, two years ago, and I remember him saying that games are won with special teams, and that is correct, and this was the breakdowns that sealed the fate for the Steelers. Yeah, look at the scoreboard. Okay, look at the stats. I mean, it was pretty much even if – we lose by a touchdown. Granted, deep in the game, you know, the, the defense isn't as tight as it would normally be during the game. But if you go, if you look at going into halftime, we're only down 10 nothing. And even when we come back, it's 13 nothing at half. Going into the fourth quarter, that's when, you know, Ben started to get a rhythm. And then we stopped running and figuring out late in the third quarter, hey, this running game isn't working. 
let's try some passing stuff. And even earlier when Ben tried to throw the ball a couple times, he was way off his mark. And, and Sanders, you bring this, this fact up many times, that the Steelers on the road coming off a of bye really aren't the greatest. And you, you also bring to um, attention that Ben Roethlisberger is horrible when he comes back off an injury. So you take those three things into consideration. In the past five games in Baltimore, the Pittsburgh Steelers are 1-4. Pittsburgh Steelers usually lose after a bye week, right. which makes no sense. And then with Roethlisberger coming off an injury who normally plays horrible, you put those three factors in. Folks, I'm not trying to make excuses out here. I'm just laying down the foundation of factual happenings, if you want to say. Yeah, the Steelers... Uh... They're they're horrible after, especially Ben after he an injury game, you know, returning from an injury into a game, horrific. Every time I I can't really remember one where he actually won it. If you want to count Cleveland last year with Manziel, which ended up being a shootout, but Big Ben actually I give him that one game, and that was a huge game. But for the simple fact in this game versus the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Still is 15, like you said, 15 first downs. The Ravens even worse, 13 first downs, but they scored 21 points, enough to win. Total right. yards for the Steelers, 277. The Ravens, 274. <coughs> Excuse me. Penalties. <laughs> 13 for 99, 10 for 94. Turnovers. One and one. They both have one. Yeah, but I got to stop you there for a second. There should have been more turnovers. There should at least have been three or four interceptions. And Roethlisberger did fumble the ball twice. So if you do the math, folks, four interceptions, do fumble that six, that's, that's seven turnovers. Almost just as bad as that one game in Cleveland a couple years ago. We had eight turnovers. <laughs> Nobody could hold on to that ball. Oh, yeah. Proceed, Ooh, That Sanders. was Charlie Batch, too. Proceed. Time of possession for the Steelers, 27 minutes, 50 seconds. Ravens, 32 minutes, 10 seconds. Roethlisberger passing 264 yards, 23 of 45, one touchdown, one interception. Bell, 14 carries, 32 yards, and it was a rough 32 yards. Receiving, six for Bell, 38 yards, and Eli Rogers. You got to like, I kind of like this guy. Granted, he's still trying to come back from having a, a toe injury, in which, you know, that retires a lot of players. Six receptions, 103 yards. Antonio Brown, seven receptions, 85 yards, a TD. You know, fantasy guys gave you some pretty decent points and a hard to come by for us yards in that game. Defense for the Steelers, one sack, one interception, no fumbles. Flacco, 18 of 30, 241 yards, one touchdown, one interception. I don't know what's going on with that guy. He's, I don't know. Right. West, the running back, 15 carries, 21 yards. Holy smoke. Yeah, they didn't do anything. I mean, it's not that we were tackling the I just don't explain these <laughs> these stats. I mean, even though the score was, you know, close as it was, I just don't understand these stats, and it just makes no sense, but proceed. Mike Wallace, four for 124 yards, one TD. Smith Sr., four for 47. Defense for the Ravens, two sacks, one interception, no fumbles. Now, when I look at this, this, this is just how the score was, and the stats kind of read that way. 14 to 21. One team got a little lucky on special teams, so that's where that extra oomph came from for that team to take the lead. And right now, the Steelers aren't making those plays. And if you look online on NFL.com, you'll see a part in there where Tomlin says, you know what? Guys need to step up. That's all to it. People need to contribute. I don't he he's not he doesn't even have a, have an answer for it. And that's how scary it's getting. In my hand, 
Sanders, right here. We'll, we'll, we'll say this is like school. And during school, you have midterm exams. You have report cards that go out to your children. In my hand is my report card for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, folks, we've said this ever since we started the show, that we are not a station that that bashes our team. Okay, we just we call it like it is. And if they're doing good, we say they're doing good. If they're doing bad, you got it. You can't stick your head in the sand. You have to you have to do this both ways. You just can't be all sunshine, rainbows, and uh, kittens that fart cotton candy. You know what I'm saying, Sanders? But um, my report card in my hand, and we'll start with the quarterback. Even, even though Ben's come back off an injury, I've been hanging around you too long, Sanders. <laughs> I'm being very harsh. Quarterback, F. Now, like I said earlier, if that was the case, if that was the game plan for the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Baltimore Ravens, Landry Jones could have done the same thing and not risked uh, injury to Ben any further. He he may not be the accurate as accurate as Ben, but I'm pretty sure he could hand the ball off. Running back, F. Now, we all know how great Le'Veon Bell is. D'Angelo Williams is still nursing that knee injury. It's He could have run the ball for more than three yards of carry. I think the the... The farthest or the longest run he had was a four-yard run, and he only had 17 yards in the first half. So if your offensive line isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing, Le'Veon Bell has the prowess of that great elite running back to at least get some more yards after initial hit. Wide receiver, F. Main catches were in garbage time. Okay, You have to be able to separate yourself from defense if the route you're running is if they're not working, you have to let somebody know this to switch it up. O-line, I'll give them an F2 because of their ineptitude to block and open up lanes for, for the running backs to get in there. I, I gave them an F. Um, but, you know, Ben was only sacked twice, so, all right, I'll switch it to a D-, minus, a D- minus <laughs> because he was only sacked twice. Now, the hot spot was the defensive line. Okay, and that could be attributed to key players coming back on the defense. I'm not sure, but we held them in check most of most of the day, and, and we did have Artie Burns, rookie cornerback, on. I guess you could say Mike Wallace is their number one receiver, who in fact turned around and said on uh, ESPN that he was, um, he felt disrespected by the Pittsburgh organization by putting a rookie on such a talented wide receiver. And let me tell you something, uh, Mike, if you're listening to the show, which I hope you do because Steel Nation Live is one of the great shows out there today, you can check us out on the web, www.steelernationlive.net. We're on TuneIn. We're, we're streaming through Stitcher all over the place. You can call us up at 216-539-9967. That's 216-539-9967. Let me know about my, um, my report card here. Special teams. Wow. Oh, boy. F. <laughs> Is there any grade lower than an F? No, I, special teams, I give them a G, a, a G, G plus. Right. And the fact is they probably deserved a lot lower than that. The fact is that they really the ones who really gave the game away for the Steelers. In coaching, absolutely. Epic fail. <laughs> Epic fail. When you're supposed to know, like I said earlier, you're, you're – opposing teams' strengths and weaknesses, and you neither nor try to apply any different sort of uh, schematic 
uh, game plan. When something's not working, you got to change the channel. They did nothing of the sort. Now, let's get back to special teams really quick. And it's it's been out there, and it's all over the place, Sanders, about that onside kick. And everybody, everybody is beating down Chris Boswell. I mean, well, I, I shouldn't say everybody, Sanders. I would say about 99% of the fans out there. And hopefully Jeff Reed will be calling in soon, and hopefully we can discuss this topic. But I played kicker in high school, and the people who are kickers usually aren't the big, you know, like you, Sanders, mm-hmm. you know, because we know our role and we have a job doing we do it. Nine out of ten times, this is run in practice. Now, basically, your kickers have some sort, if not all, soccer background. And kicking the ball like that in soccer is 50-50. You play soccer as a kid, you're a kicker. That's what people in soccer do. They kick the ball. So, by the kick that he did, I mean, if it goes right like anything. Oh, we have a caller? Hey, how you doing, caller? Welcome to Still a Nation Live. Who we got on the line? Yeah, Call- Frank here. Caller, are you there? Who we got and uh, and where yeah. are you from? Can you hear me? I'm sorry? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now, sir. Welcome to Steel Nation Live. I'm James Thank- Owen. Thank you. This is Frank. I'm calling from Brooklyn, New York. Red Hook in the house. All right, Frank. What's going on? What can we do for you? Thank you for calling in Mike, and listening to Steel Nation Mike Live. Wallace, Mike Wallace, let me tell you what. My grandmother could have covered him. Oh, okay? boy. These guys right now, they, they, they think they're elitist. You run down the field, you catch the ball. All right? So he's a rookie. So what? Yeah. All right, he's got to start somewhere. He's got to cover. May as well start with the worst and work his way up to the best wide receiver. Let him cover Let him cover Brown. Uh, it's ridiculous. And then Boswell kick? So what? He made a mistake. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say I, a mistake. I but, I mean... Well, you know, he, he probably practices this. 50 times a day, and all of a sudden it didn't work out for him. Now he's an idiot. You know, it's, it's, it's not right, and, uh, you know, let somebody else go out there and kick the ball. All right, let him go out there and kick the ball. Let us see what they can do. Zip over the ball. I, I agree with you. And like, just like any coaching decision that you have to make at a split decision to do this or do that, and if it works out, you're the greatest coach in the world. If it's not, you're a goat. People get over it. But what he was Absolutely. trying to do – if it would have, if he would connected, it would he would have been the greatest kicker of all time in the NFL. But you know you got to well, take wanna, these chances. I, I don't want to swear on the show, but can I say ass? <laughs> Sir, you just no, did, no, no. but it's he, all right. It's okay. That, listen, he didn't pull that play out of his ass. He was told, "Hey, this is what we're going to do. We practice this, and it didn't work out. All right, so what? We get the whole season. We're five hundred right now. We get the whole season to look forward to it. Everybody get healthy, go to Super Bowl. That's all I got to say. Number seven. For the ring and have a nice day. Appreciate nice show. It. All right. Thanks for calling in. Frank from Brooklyn, New York. You would expect a Jets fan or a Giant fan, but you know what? We have Steeler fans all over. Once again, folks, be a Frank. Call in 216 539 9967. Here at Steeler Nation Live, that's 216 539 9967. And Frank hit it on just like he, he took the words out of my mouth, Sanders. I mean, you look at this kick. Who would have. Uh, WBLZ, the only sports talk 
show that it has balls. balls. Who out there in the NFL would have balls to even try that or attempt that? I'm telling you, this. I mean, this would have been a, a kick that colleges would have been doing, high schools would have been doing. But you know what? This is not. I mean, this is not a, a kick that and it, that anybody can do. This takes special technique, and I guarantee you, you see Chris Boswell. In practice, 9 out of 10, 10 times out of 10, he makes this kick. But unfortunately, it didn't go this way. So uh, Eric uh, Weedle or Weedell, um, corner or safety from uh, uh, the Ravens, who had a comment, who called Boswell a moron, I'm calling you out, Weedell or Weedle or how you – you're a moron. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, how many times have you been burned for touchdowns yeah. and looked like a moron? You know what? You should have better things to do than try and uh, fit in that persona of the Baltimore Ravens, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, tenuous uh, matchups. You've been on the Ravens for three days. You have no idea what this uh, competition has, has, has been for both teams. So I suggest, Eric Weedle, you just shut your, your hole, play your game, and just, you know, leave the, the good plays to the real players, and someday you might be a real player. Yeah, but in, in the aspect of Boswell, it happens, man. I mean, you know, last year he had a Cinderella season. He came in, did great things for the Steelers, and I still believe he's a good kicker. The he's fact amazing. Is, you he's, know a what? Great, he's, he's a great he's a, kicker. Yeah, young guy. They make mistakes, and uh, he'll come around. Now, if this continues going into, like, next season where you're missing big kicks here and the big kicks there, these these type of things happen, though. Even some of the best, um, Vinatieri, uh, you name it, man. These, these guys miss kicks. Yeah. So it happens. They go through a little spurt, and you try to correct it. So let's hope they do the things they need to do to correct it, them. And, and before we go on this topic, a very intelligent person said to me, you know what, if the Steelers played like they should be playing, it never even should have gotten to that level of the game where we needed an onside kick. So for all you uh, naysayers out there, you know, let it go. Move on. It's in the past. Move on to the future. And, um, you know, Work on positive things. Work on, you know, maybe try it again next week. I, who knows? But, you know, that's a, a part of your life and your style of a kicker. It Don't stop because it – I mean, just think, if Ben would stop throwing the ball because he made a couple stupid interceptions, which he usually does a couple times a year, yeah. people get mad. They forget. They let it go. Come on. He scores a touchdown. Yeah, he's the greatest quarterback in the world. Yeah. So I think that Boswell will get his stuff together. Yeah. Hey, guys, like we said, we're, we're getting ready to go to commercial break in a couple minutes because, uh, like we said, you got to hang out for our huge guest. You got to be here. The phone call is going to be huge. So, guys, Steeler fans, much as you love the black and gold, you better stay tuned for this one. So we'll be back with you right after these commercial breaks on Steeler Nation Live. At Grease Lightning, we offer fast automotive service, specializing in oil changes and auto repairs. We offer convenient and comprehensive maintenance and repair service. Fast and no appointment necessary. At Grease Lightning, we offer the best prices on top name brands. We get you in, out, and on your way, just like Grease Lightning. Grease Lightning is locally owned and operated. So come on down to 2061 Chile Avenue here in Rochester and talk to Charles because he's in charge. You can also call Charles at 585 585- Five six three seven nine three nine, or go to our website at mygreaselightning.com. WBLZ Sports Talk Radio. 
You can't talk sports if you don't have the balls. Steeler Nation Live has the balls on WBLZ Sports Talk Radio. Uniform Express located on 1408 Buffalo Road, Rochester, New York for your police, fire, or EMS supplies. One of Rochester's top and finest suppliers of shirts, pants, shoes, boots, and accessories for your professional uniform needs. Uniform Express also does embroidery and screen print for team uniforms, jerseys, and corporations. Hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. You can also go to their website at www.uniformexpress.com. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, look no further than Dan Powell. Dan knows that buying or selling a home is one of the most important things you will ever do. Dan wants to make that experience as smooth and successful as possible. Dan's extensive expertise in the real estate market will benefit you whether you're looking to buy or sell a home. Once Dan knows what you want, he will work tirelessly to find the right home for you because no one should compromise when it comes to such a huge purchase. Whether you're looking for homes for sale, moving resources, or even mortgage information, everything you need is right here with Dan. Dan will always be available for personal service by phone or email. So feel free to contact him with questions at any time. So when buying or selling a home, don't get frustrated or throw in the towel. Just call Dan Powell at 585-704-8324. That's 585-704-8324 or email Dan at dan at rochhomefinder.com. Welcome back to your Steeler source, Steeler Nation Live. Welcome back, Still on Nation Live. Sanders Tisdale. James Owen. Guys, we are out here calling 216-539-9967. Call us, check us out. A lot of things going on. We want to quickly jump into the injury report for the Steelers from this game because, remember, we've got another huge game coming up with the Dallas Cowboys coming up this Sunday. Well, well, Sanders, we can't do a show without an injury report because uh, every day, every game, there's somebody getting hurt, and it took a while but Pouncey stayed in there for a long time before he got hurt. Uh, the only glass center that I know in the <laughs> NFL. But um, he's a trooper, though. I, I, I have to give you credit. Um, slight dislocation and a, a cut. Well, we want to say laceration because I like saying that word laceration because it makes it more extreme, more um, worse than it, it may be. But, no, the, I guess the laceration was pretty big. Um, he left the game but came right back in the – the reason that it's, you know, it's troubling because that's his snapping hand, his snapping hand, <laughs> the, the the hand he snaps the ball with. And uh, Ladarius Green report on him that he had a full workout last week and we're trying, you know, the team's just trying to get him back in the to game time mode. And that will be a huge, a huge um, uh, addition to Ben's arsenal there. Uh, DHB, we all saw him go down. Uh, Darius Hayward Bay go down with a sprained foot, and we all know that he's probably done for the rest of the season. Sprained foot, anything that's sprained, ankle, knee, hand, whatever, they take so long to heal because you there's nothing really to do to a sprain. Jordan Dangerfield, up and coming, one of my uh, soon-to-be favorites. He uh, he got hurt, groin injury. Daniel Williams still on the sideline with that nagging knee injury. It looked good last week that he might be able to see some playing time, but he's still 
listed as inactive and more than likely will be out against Dallas Cowboys. Bud Dupree, we all are still waiting on him. He's working strong. I see him coming back within um, uh, probably three weeks, hopefully. Hey, guys, we got that call coming in from this guest. Hang on. Welcome to the show, caller. Hello, James. Donnie Shell. Hey, Donnie Shell. Welcome to Steeler Nation Live, folks. I hope, you know, like Sanders said, we had a treat for you tonight. And we have on our show right now a four-time Super Bowl champion, five-time Pro Bowler for the Pittsburgh Steelers from 1974-1987. Stayed with the team for that long period of time. And there are many other accolades. We don't have enough time on the show to, to you know, tell everybody about it. But Donnie Shell, welcome to Steeler Nation Live, sir. Oh, good to be good to be here. I got my friend Mark Chambers uh, from Electrolux. Mark? Hey, Steeler Nation. Mark Chambers here. I'm uh, head of sales with Electrolux and uh, very pleased to be a, a good friend of Donnie Shell. You know, I'm pleased to even be talking to him. You're just with him right now. You, that's got that's, <laughs> that's amazing right there. I mean, if you look back, and I'm not going to date myself, that growing up watching the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I, and I don't want to date you either, uh, Donnie, and you know, give away your age. I think it's 32, but my math's not so good. <laughs> but um, growing up, in, <laughs> growing up and watching a cat like you, and now I'm talking to you, it, it's amazing. But uh, before we get into um, uh, your um, what you have going on there, Donnie, uh, we just want to you know ask you a few questions about you know your Steeler days, really quick. What was your most memorable moment as a Steeler, Donnie? Well, uh, first of all, making the team as an undrafted free agent in 1974. And then the, uh, the next one was, uh, you know, going to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl championship in, in my rookie year. That's amazing. So out of your four trips to the Super Bowls, which one was your most favorite, one that stood out most and why? First is always the best. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I've had won a championship in four years, and uh, um, I just I see now we're down in New Orleans and after the game, and uh, we gave the trophy to Mr. Rooney uh, Senior, Art Rooney Senior, called the Chief. The Chief. And the look on his face was a look of humility, and uh, he, he was so happy. Now, Donnie, this is uh, Sanders Tisdale, and I'm a co-host on the show as well. Great to have you on the show. But, Donnie, yeah. the feeling out there is, like I said, you, you are one of the great ones. I remember, like, like he said earlier, watching video of you. I still got the video of you. And I got one of your jerseys on top of that. But I got a video of you trying to bring down one of the trucks of the 70s, Earl Campbell. Now, that had to be an experience. I don't know if maybe you got little inklings of watching it in highlight films. But it showed you kind of like trying to bring down this diesel. And, and I gave you respect because you did, brother. I had a lot of help up front. I had a good front four. <laughs> uh, helped me a great lot, but he was uh, he was a man's man without question. I always ran hard, and I got a lot of respect for him. Now, Donnie, we also want to ask you now, a lot of people out there want to know as well, as you being that great one out there as a part of the, the folklore of what is known as the Steelers, but the fact is, how was it playing alongside of these other great Steelers, these other Hall of Famers out there, Jack Ham, Jack Lambert, uh, you know, green. I mean, you go down a list and you're in there, brother. How was it being a part of that team? And not just that, the way you guys dominated on Sunday was something to behold. These younger guys out here 
they only know you from video, just watching old video clips of you or whatever. But the fact is, how was it playing with that the way you guys dominated? Oh, it, it was it was great. Um, the thing I remember, I got asked that question, I think, a couple weeks ago. I was in Pittsburgh doing a men's conference. And uh, one guy said, that, that, that I miss football. And I said, no, not really uh, playing, but I miss the camaraderie that we had uh, in the locker room and on, on and off the football field. Uh, we had a great relationship, and uh, which extends to today, uh, a great relationship with John Starwood and uh, Mel Blunt, and uh, they came down to support uh, my foundation that uh, Lecture Luck is uh, uh, presenting sponsor of a golf tournament to raise this money for um, students who can't afford to, to pay for their college tuition. So it extends beyond the football field. Now, uh, <clears throat> before we start talking about your foundation, Donnie, one more question. Um, do, do you have any advice? to give to these young Steeler cornerbacks. Now, we got Artie Burns, just came from Miami, number one pick, still young, still very green, has a lot of potential. What can you tell this Steeler defense that's not looking so good as of late to give them some kind of advice or confidence to get them going again? Well, I don't have to think I'm, uh, I don't need to give them a whole lot of advice because, you know, you've been a, been a rookie. They're, they're going to go after you. You're going to grow up real fast. Um, I think they're pretty good. They're doing, they're doing good. It's just a learning curve you go through as a rookie, and, and you're learning the defense and the nuances of the defense and where you're supposed to be. And there's a lot on you as a, as a rookie. And for them to be starting and, and, and performing, uh, they, you, pick, you pick up something every week. You learn something after every game, every loss, or every win. Uh, but I think they'll be all right in the, in the long run. Now, Donnie, it's huge, like we said, having you come on the show tonight. But tell us, everybody wants to know, after the life of football, what was what happened to Donnie Shell? What was Donnie Shell into? And also, taking that, take us into the charities and foundations that you are involved in as well. Well, when I retired, I, uh, I got into real estate a little bit. And then um, in 1994, I joined Carolina Panthers as director of player development um, when, uh, during the inception when we first had the team. And stayed there from '94 to '09, um, and after that became uh, doing some consulting work at John C. Smith University, and, and, and then I started a foundation called the Donald Shell Scholarship Foundation, um, and it provides uh, scholarships for students who can't afford to pay for their college tuition, and uh, it means a lot to me because I was one of those students that couldn't afford to pay for my college tuition. My parents couldn't afford to pay for my college tuition, so I know I. I walked in their shoes. I know how they feel, and it's a it's a great honor to to raise money to help them out and encourage them uh, in getting that degree. Now, now, Donnie, is there a website or a phone number that we can put out on our website to to get this going so people could say, "Hey, I want to donate some money. I want to help this cause." Yeah, matter of fact, uh, I have to call you back because we're updating updating uh, our website as you speak. And we're about maybe another three weeks away from from having that. I can call you back with those um, with those contact information and how we can donate. That's that's fantastic. So we we got your number, and you can call us anytime. You can call me anytime. Um, you know, leave that information, and like we did for, uh, I'll give you an example for um, the Dave Thomas Wendy's Foundation with uh, Ed Anderson, who was a or still is a very. Um, involved with the Wendy's organization. I guess he's an area manager for Virginia Beach 
Virginia. And what he did was he raised money and awareness for um, adoption by riding a bicycle, Donnie, from Virginia wow. Beach all the way to San Diego, California, to raise money and awareness. And what we did for him and the Dave Thomas Wendy Foundation every week, we updated his whereabouts during uh, during his trip, and we also put out the information where you could donate, how much you could donate, when to donate, why to donate. And we, we love pushing charities on the show, Donnie, and we would love to do that for you and anything you got coming up. Um, golf tournaments, uh, guest appearances, if you're going to be somewhere, let me know. Uh, we'll put it out in the show, and people listening, come out and see you. Uh, get that autograph, get that picture with you, or whatever goes on. And anything you have going on, Donnie, we would be more than happy to put that out for you. Hey, hey, I appreciate it. I, I'd like for uh, Mark to say a few words about him and uh, Lecture Up uh, being the presenting sponsor. That's, that's, a, that's a lot. And we appreciate all of their support. Hey, guys. Um, it's, it's a pleasure for uh, our company to, to be associated with Donnie Gray Foundation. Let me just give you a little background here. Um, I grew up near Wheeling, West Virginia, so I'm a, I've been an all-pro Steeler <laughs> fan for a long, long time. And I grew up with uh, watching these Steeler greats and uh, – I had a fortune of meeting John Stallworth about 15 years ago at a charity function. Our company supports Boys and Girls Club, and, and John was there to, to do work there. And through my relationship and friendship with John, I got to meet Donnie. I got to meet Mel Blunt. I got to meet John Banizak. I meet many of the Steeler greats. And i tell you a really interesting thing. I, I'm such a big fan of these guys. I could recite stats. I was su- I'm such a junkie. But my <laughs> My perspective on the Steelers of that of that era changed a great deal when I got to see them up close and personal and how dedicated they have used their professional platform to, to do good for uh, kids. And uh, so it became very natural for, uh, for our company to help Donnie uh, in his inaugural uh, foundation event to help kids that uh, aspire to, uh, to do something with their talent but just don't have the means. And uh, my goodness, we kicked it off last. We, we put the tournament together in about four months. Yeah. It was the hurry up offense. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best. You don't overthink things. You just do it. Kind of like how I yeah, did yeah. it. And uh, we, we, we put together uh, 15 foursomes at a beautiful venue right outside of Augusta, Georgia, in a country club called Sage Valley. Great. A really cool place uh, where you can really drop out for – a few days. We had every one of Donnie's teammates were eager to come and, and uh, help sponsor, and they they helped uh, play with some of our customers. They entertained and hosted the others, and uh, wow, what a what a buzz! And so we're real excited to uh, to uh, to uh, be a part of of the 2017, and I believe the date on that Donnie March 9th and 10th. March 9th and 10th. Yeah. So. It's going to be a really big deal. We're going to put a smile on a lot of kids' faces. Um, and uh, it, it's a very, very worthwhile cause and uh, really cool to be part of it. Yeah, guys, like we said, too, on the show here, just make sure we get the information because, you know, there are a lot of Steeler fans out there. And that's why it's called Steeler Nation, to be honest. But the fact is these guys are out there. Steeler Nation will support Steelers. And Donnie is that consummate pro, like we said, on and off the field. The guy was a great player, and he's a great humanitarian, and as as far as we can see in our eyes. And we want the, the fans out there to recognize that and realize that. 
that that's why we try to bring guys in like Donnie. So that is recognized. And Donnie, you are one of those great ones. So we want to let you know here on Still a Nation Live, much respect, brother. And we'll make sure that your name keeps reverberating on our station as much as possible. And also with the foundation as well and your charities, we'll make sure that it happens here on Still a Nation Live. Hey, I really appreciate that. Um, because it means a lot, not only to me, but also, the, like Mark said, the, the students. And um, we have students getting up and sharing their testimony and, and, and about school and, and about uh, receiving help. And assistance. It's, it's amazing, man. Uh, we spend money to, to play golf and, and do this, and they need two, three hundred dollars for books. We can't afford to get the books. What a wild thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just uh, just great to hear. Uh, and hear how much they're being helped and assisted. Now, now, Donnie, another reason why we love to have guests on our show, not because they're great stealers like you, such as yourself, but we like to show people who come on our, our fans uh, and the listening audience that the players we have come on our show, they're human beings, and it's great. You know, there are heroes on the field. You wear the uniform. But you know what? Some part of the day you take that uniform off, and you're a human being. Not only are you a hero on the field, to you know to, to your fans, but you're a hero off the field, and sometimes a lot of people who do these charities and functions do it because of the goodness of their heart. They don't do it for hey, look at me, look what I'm doing, and that's how we see you are, Donnie. You're just doing this because you've been there, you've done it, and you know how it feels to be there, and you don't want any other kids to feel that way. So you're, we want to show people that not only are you a hero on the field, but you're a hero off the field. And underneath that helmet, when you take it off, that you're a human being too, and that's like we—that's what we love when we have people on our show. Well, we, we, we appreciate it, man. And, and, and like I said, when we get, get our information done, we give you guys a call. And um, in fact, uh, after this phone call, we, we get to working on our, our, our meeting for this stuff uh, next year on March 9th and 10th down in Sage Valley uh, Golf Club. If you guys, have, if you ever down this way, if you want to go to Sage Valley, just let me know. Hey, you got <laughs> it, brother. I think Tiz Tiz is not a golfer. Are you a golfer, Tiz? Hey, hey, guy, I'll figure it out, brother. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I guess if I guess if Charles Barkley could swing a club, I think you can too. But, but I, I think you're just as terrible as he is. I don't know. I'm just assuming. Hey, we're trying to get strokes done. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> terrible. Just like, like fishing stories. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> hey, Donnie. Like we said, brother. Again. Much appreciation for you coming out here, being on Still Nation Live. Guys, you're listening to one of the great ones here on Still Nation Live, number 31 of your books, number 31 to all of us, the, the number that will reverberate forever here for Still Nation Live. Donnie, thanks again for being on with us tonight, brother. I hey, appreciate it, guys. appreciate all, all the help and assistance you, you, you guys offer to, to help our foundation. Not a problem. You can call every week, Donnie, if you want. <laughs> you have a phone. We do, too. So you, you got the number. So don't be shy. All right. You guys have a good one. You Take too, care. God. Take care. Guys, like we said, we wow. told you it was going to be a treat. You got it from one of the Hall of Famers out there. This guy, physical hitter, wow. physical player for the Steelers. This is what it's all about on now, Steeler Nation. Yeah, Life. we didn't get all of his uh, his career highlights and awards. Like I said, there's there's – so many to mention, but just off the top of our heads, uh, Sanders, 51 interceptions. Out of those 51 interceptions, 490 interception return yards, two pick sixes. I mean, this guy should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know why he's not in the Hall of Fame. He's in the College Hall of Fame, but he should be in the NFL Hall of Fame because, you know what, we talk about this all the time. If Warren Sapp 
could be in <laughs> the Hall of Fame. You could be in the Hall of Fame, Sanders. I don't know. I it just it boggles my mind when well, you got people. Far as I'm concerned now, and I say Hall of Fame for Donnie Shell because he's that type of player. He's that player that should be in. You correct, James. He's a player that played on teams that have dominated, and he was an integral piece to the puzzle of those teams. So this guy should be there. And like we said, you see this guy in highlights. And nothing against Warren Sapp, but I don't see. Oh, many. there's a lot against him. He's, <laughs> he's a. But I don't see a lot well, of a lot of highlights of Warren Sapp. When you look at Stiller Films, you see Donnie Shell, you see Woodruff, you see you see all the legends out there for the Steelers. Mean Joe Green. This is what it's all about. Warren and, Sapp has one ring, I think. Well, you know, hey, sometimes you can switch it from finger to finger, and it looks eBay. like you got a lot more. But yeah, but Pittsburgh, yeah. you got four fingers, four rings. You're good. <laughs> Like we said, guys, we didn't want to make this whole show into a somber moment, but the fact is we wanted to get you guys in there and let you hear from a legend, a true Steeler legend in Donnie Shell. But like we said, when we were talking earlier, we just finished up talking about the injuries for the Steelers. A lot of huge injuries, of course, for the Steelers, and it, and it comes to be something that's like a broken record. We should just tape it and then play it for the next show just to make sure that we don't have to tire ourselves talking about it. Yeah, but only, next- only change the names to protect the innocent, I guess. <laughs> but one thing, we got about 13 minutes left in the show, but I also want to talk about this week's game versus the Dallas Cowboys. Everything else is out of the window right now. You know what? Still is a 4-4, four and four, still in first place, a half a game out, basically, but still there. But the fact is, this is a huge game, and they're playing the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are coming in with a chip on their shoulder, and they should be. They got a lot of guns on this team right now. You know, Dak, you got the uh, – It's just Elliott? loaded. I mean, yeah. I don't know where to start. Well, here's the deal. Last year was a fun year because we got to talk smack about the Cowboys because you know how much we love them. They're 4-12 and last year. Horrible, horrible. But you know what? Because they're horrible, they did so well in the draft. Almost as good as what the, the Pittsburgh Steelers usually do when we draft. But to pick up Dak Prescott from Mississippi State and Ezekiel Elliott from Ohio State, right off the bat, right there, on top of having the best offensive line in the NFL, I mean, it sickens me, it saddens me that I can't say nothing bad about these guys. Seven and one. I mean, this is the team. That used to be the Patriots, the team to beat. Then it used to be the Broncos, but the Broncos, they have nobody at quarterback. You got the running game is on a standstill. C.G. Anderson is hurt. Booker is hurt. And they got Bibbs or whatever. I don't know who back. Who's, they're just falling apart, but except – for the New England Patriots, who just business as usual, and now we got the surging Dallas Cowboys who are coming to Pittsburgh, here are my keys to victory, Sanders. And it's pretty much, I repeat myself every week, but I try to mix it up to make it look like I'm intelligent and smart, like I know what I'm talking about. That's a good epic. Yeah, you like that, huh? <laughs> but anyways, we have to eliminate the pre-snap penalties. I mean, we're going to be at home, so that should be a little bit easier, okay? Let's use Bell the way we've been using him when he came back off his suspension. It's not as a primary running back, but as a slot receiver or somebody out there to give different looks to the defense. Let's start off with a no-huddle offense, short passes. Now, if Roethlisberger is going to play, you play him for his arm and his strength, not because he could hand the ball off, and I'm pretty sure Landry Jones could do that as well, but... This is how we win games, and if you look at the four victories, this is the game plan that we had. I know every team we play is pretty much different, and you got to play different, but if you have a, a winning uh, recipe, you need to keep on using that. Now, uh, Eli Rogers stepped up, and he actually had more yards at AB last week, or last game, but we have to find a receiver who's not hurt, who can be trusted. Now, we all know Martavis Bryant is gone for the year. 
Marcus Wheaton, eh, shoulder. Oh, what are you going to do? And then you got Sammy, Sammy Coates out there who, can he catch it? He won't catch it. Can he catch it? He won't catch it. Granted, he has an injured hand, but he's got to come through like he did a couple weeks ago. And if not, somebody's got to step up. Now, that's on offense. Defense, tackle, tackle, tackle. We're going to have a, a tough time if, if we forget how to tackle. These guys are going to run. Zico Elliott's going to have 300 yards. If a J.J. from uh, whatever his name Dolphins, is from the yeah. Dolphins, if he could do 200-plus, imagine what this kid can do. We have to remember how to tackle. Blitz, 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 blitz. We haven't seen that off from Keith Butler. He's got to do something different, switch it up, blitz. We have to watch for that short pass out of the backfield. Ezekiel Elliott, he's a monster back there. He can catch, he can run, he can run, he can catch. And uh, Beasley, he's another guy. Where is this guy? Who is this guy? You know, you can't see this. If you can't see him, you can't catch him. And we got to do a lot of bumping uh, run coverage and don't give up the big play. But here, I'm being very optimistic, Sanders, on this one. I think with the resurgence of Ben, uh, the defense getting healthy, maybe Ladarius Green being that, that, you know, that diamond in the rough that we've been looking for, hopefully to help the offense. If we get into a shooting match, I do believe, Sanders, I'm going out of limb here. Pittsburgh 35, Dallas 31 in a shootout. Wow. Yeah, I believe it might end up being a shootout because we don't have the defense to really contain them, but we do have the crowd, and the crowd kind of hypes our defense up. And just like we played against New England, we kept we kept in the game and stayed visible enough to try to win this game. And if we had been, possibly would have won that game. But the fact is, I can possibly see the Steelers pulling it out. But I'll see like a 28-24 to 24 type game. And the Steelers' defense finally starting to make plays and maybe even getting some sacks. So, because they got they got to play for this, uh, trying to take control of this game. So, if anything has to be done, it has to be done this week. And I see the Steelers winning at twenty eight to twenty four. But guys, you know what? Like we said, we don't have too much time left in the game. We still have our one segment we want to jump to, and you know what that's called? What might agree I love or this. disagree? I love this. We have a five topics, folks out there. Call in. 216-539-9967. And the first topic, Sanders, for agree, disagree is the Steelers will continue to struggle, lose the division, and not make the playoffs. Do you agree or disagree? At this rate with the injuries and if they keep compiling up, I'd have to agree. I disagree. I think with I, total opposite of what you said, I think the injuries will slow down, the injured will heal. Roethlisberger will get in his groove and will reestablish that trio of Roethlisberger, Brown, and Bell. Next question is, special teams coach Danny Smith should be on the hot seat. I disagree. Yeah, one, one bad game that it really was bad. Other than that, not bad of a season. I, I, I agree. I do believe he should be on the hot seat. I think something needs to be done to get the special – Get the special teams going. Now, we all talk about Boswell. Stellar performance. We all make mistakes. He misses kicks. He's he's human. It happens. Okay? And we all talked we talked about the missed kick on the onside kick. You know, we could talk about that till we're blue in the face. But if you think about it, special team games are won on special teams. We begin the game, we end the game pretty much on and during the game, you know, special teams and we become a little bit better on kick coverage. But something needs to shake that team up, and I think that he should be on the hot seat right now. Now, number three, the big reason for the Steelers' decline is the players, not the coaches. I agree. But you know what? 
that's a tough one for me because the coaches aren't out there in the field playing. The players are. And because the players are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, I can't. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one, though. But, you know, like we talked about earlier, when the running game wasn't working against the Ravens, you got to do something. And Roethlisberger's in there not to try and get hurt again, but to use his skills. And they didn't use his skills. So that's a 50-50 on that one. Now, we all talked about this earlier. Chris Boswell's failed attempt at an onside kick was the worst attempt in NFL history. Agree or disagree? Uh, I, I might agree today. From seeing that and how pissed off I was, I'd have to agree. Well, being a kicker, and, and I'm pretty sure Jeff Reed may. I don't know how he's feeling on this. We're waiting for the call. He's, he's, he's got his stuff going on down south. But you know what? The attempt, I mean, I don't. was it the worst? I mean, I've seen Garo Yoprimian, if you all remember that, where he tried to throw the ball against the Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> and he, it's very historical for you uh uh, young kids out there who don't know what I'm talking about, just Google it. Yarrow, you premium. I can't spell it. Just sound it out. You're a kid. Do it. Um, <laughs> now, the fifth and final one, Steelers will play up to their competition next week versus the Cowboys. I agree. I, I agree as well. I think um, we, we always play down, and I think good teams, we play up. And I think the teams that we scored 30-plus points against were not bad teams. Right. We just did what we were supposed to do, and – they did their job, and that's how you win games. Not because, like, the Kansas City Chiefs are a bad team. Look at them now. Yeah. You know what I mean? We beat them 30-something or 40-something. So it just – we always play up, and we always play down. And for a team to win or be even considered to be in Super Bowl, you have to you have to do both. I mean, you're not going to be undefeated. I, I, I got that. But right now, I said the Steelers are going to go 12-4 and four this year. So, actually, we're going to be on a – a what a um, uh, eight game win eight streak. game winning streak. <laughs> it's been done. Roethlisberger was a rookie, fifteen and one. I believe he could throw that one out the window. Oh, but buddy. anyway, oh, like geez. we said, the Steelers got an uphill battle this weekend, and I believe they can do it. They play well against teams that they, you know, match up well against. And the Cowboys are a better team, and the Steelers do play better against the better teams. Another team that we know, and some listeners out there who who probably are Bills fans. The Bills. The Bills are kind of up for the game that they played against the Seattle Seahawks because sometimes the Bills do have that that fact in their head to where they play better against some good competition, and they do play tough at Buffalo. Now, while while you're talking about this, we have a few minutes left, and uh, I want to talk about this this topic. If you watched the game last night, it was the the, the missed field goal for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Sanders, you did you see it? You watched it. I watched it, and – I don't know. Just think about this. Dead, dead ball, the defender runs across the line, and he takes out the quarterback. All right? There's a flag, definitely a flag. All right? Whether he, he's not doing it intentionally to hurt the quarterback or whatever, but the whistle is blown. Whether he hurt it or not, he takes out the quarterback. He's done. Should be the same thing with the field goal kicker. He's a player. Yeah, I agree. The whistle was blown. Play should have been stopped. And how they screwed him afterwards, folks, look it up. Google it. I could be here all night talking about this, but... Um, <laughs> Like we said, guys, we hit the end of another show here on Steeler Nation Live. So, till we hit to you next week, and we want to thank Donnie Shell for being on the show. Great Steeler, Hall of Famer Steeler, as far as we're concerned. This guy's phenomenal. Thank him for being on the show. And, guys, we'll wait till we see you next week. We're going to try to make sure we have people on here for you guys to hear us talk to every week here on Steeler Nation Live. So, from Sanders Tisdale, James Owen, till we see you next Tuesday, Steeler Nation Live.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.